I'm Michelle, certified personal trainer and certified nutrition coach. And I'm Marissa, and I'm a certified nutrition coach and group fitness instructor. And this is the Strong and Simple Podcast. We're tackling the latest fads, trends, and hot topics in the nutrition, wellness, and fitness industries using science and conversation to bust myths and give you the information you need to navigate the bullshit. Tune in for your twice a week truth bombs every Tuesday and Friday. We, Michelle Farrell and Marissa Zabo of the Strong and Simple Podcast, reside on Pawtucket land. We acknowledge the land and the Pawtucket people, as well as the land and the people of the many Native nations of whom the land belongs. To respect and honor them and their land, as well as to be mindful of the harm colonialism has and continues to do on the Indigenous people of the United States and the world. This land acknowledgement is our commitment to support Indigenous peoples and their voices in the struggle against systemic oppression and for human rights, as well as to push against the cancelling and erasure of their history, their stories, their culture, and their present. We encourage you to visit native-land.ca to discover whose land you are residing on, as well as ways to support Indigenous folks. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Strong and Simple podcast. This is Marissa. I'm here with Michelle. Say hi, Michelle. Hey, hey. (laughs) And we have a special guest on today, Jen Baruso, who is a former Beachbody coach turned non-diet, weight neutral, size inclusive, certified personal trainer, corrective exercise and women's coaching specialist. She is the founder of Anchor Fit Club, an online community that values compassion, empathy, and autonomy. And she's kind of all around just an awesome person. So welcome, Jen. Thanks for joining us today. Hey, Jen. Thank you for having me. It's awesome. Well, thank you for joining us. Um, Let's just dig right into it. Can you tell us a little bit about your background, how you came to personal training and the type of personal training that you've decided to, to, you know, follow, I guess. Oh my goodness. It's like, a, I'm old. So it's like a long story. <laughs> Take us in the way back machine. Yes. Way, way back machine. No. So I've always been, I grew up an athlete, so I've always had an interest in sports and exercise and physical activity. Um, But when I graduated from high school, I stopped. (laughs) You know, um, I got good at beer pong. (laughs) (laughs) That's a sport. (laughs) It's a lot of fine motor control there. Um, But (laughs) to get to where I am now, it took years of yo-yo dieting and disordered eating and the final push over the edge was joining Beachbody mm. and becoming a coach there and hitting rock bottom in an eating disorder. Um, I thought going in, cause I really, the idea of help, helping people improve their fitness without having to have the education behind it was great. That was one of the things I was like, cool. I don't have to go to school to get an exercise science degree because my degrees are in history and English. Mm. Um, I don't have to get a a personal training certification. I can just buy this at the time it was challenge pack. Now they're called total solutions pack. Hey, 
monthly to be called a coach. Mm. I didn't need any qualifications. That's one of the ways they sold it to you and they still sell it to you. Mm. Um, so I'm like, so I joined, but I only joined after because I was really hesitant. Um, my, at the time, sister-in-law kept bugging me because she was a coach. Mm-hmm. You, should join, you should join. She got my mom to join. And, and I had also had had, this is in 2015, had elbow surgery. So I had to stop working out and I gained a whole bunch of weight and I was going through some other stuff and I, I, I gained a lot of weight and I was miserable, especially before, right before their wedding, I had to go shopping for a dress and I ended up crying on the floor in the dressing room in Dillard's and I was only a size 14 Mm. but for me I was like the end of the world and I was just miserable and she saw that and she used it Mm. um and I had quit my restaurant management job and started working um in preschools coaching PE and teaching oh fun oh my gosh it was great it was literally I'd have one-year-olds to five-year-olds so cute just like running around screaming <laughs> especially the little ones like the one and the one-year-old two-year-olds you're like we just played like that was it you just got them up and moved yeah. and some of them you helped I like we worked on walking or crawling with them with like toys and stuff um it was a really fun job but my pay cut <laughs> yeah was like 60 percent or more wow. so I wasn't making as I wasn't making nearly as much money as I was and I'm like, look, I can't afford, I think it was like $150 mm. and I can't afford Shakeology. I'm like I can't afford it. So she's like, I'll pay for you until you get your first two coaches on and mm-hmm. you can work. And then, you know, then they buy and you don't have to use your own money. Right. For it. Like, great. So I get in and I'm like, and I do the workouts and it was 21 day fix. Okay. Yeah. Um, this, this is the last diet I'd ever been. This will be, this was the last diet I was ever on using those stupid little, I've done them all more than once. Like one time I wrote a list and I think I got to like 30. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Since the time I was 13 or 14 was the first time I went on a diet. Wow. Um, and I lost like a hundred pounds in a year. Wow. Year and a half. Um, I started like in I, like two twenty, and I ended up my lowest was one twenty. Wow. Um, and it's because you're eating no food. I can tell you right now, you are told to be a product of the product, mm-hmm. so you get people to join you. So the only thing you're an expert in is doing their workouts, following the container system and pushing Shakeology and just saying what corporate tells you to say about it. Right. Mm-hmm. That you're a parrot and yeah. they, and we, you present yourself as someone who is an expert in health and fitness. And if you look at bios now of, of beach body coaches, you can't spot them Yeah, because they don't say they're an independent team beach body coach, right. even though 
in their policies and procedures, it specifically says you must conspicuously identify yourself as an independent team beach body coach. Mm. And you know what's crazy is I, 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 I tested something the other day. I sent someone's bio who's a very problematic coach mm-hmm. to clients. Mm. And they said, well, we're not really worried about that. We're more worried about the misinformation and the health claims that coaches are making right now. Yeah. Like, oh, could that be because the new program's horrible? Yeah. So they don't really care yeah. if coaches are presenting themselves as a wellness coach, as a fitness coach, as this is my boot camp, this, this, mm. as their own when it's not. Yeah. So, so what you're saying is people could be looking for a weight loss, fitness, nutrition solution. They find somebody on social media. They see that this person has a program or, you know, a challenge or whatever coming up. Mm -hmm. And they think that that person has created the program and is going to lead them through it. And then they get into the program and realize it's actually beach body, a beach body workout or it's a body workout. Then you are recruited to become a coach Mm -hmm. because it's like, look how easy this is. You can basically, like you were saying, you can be a trainer without becoming a trainer, basically is kind of like the, the draw there. That's what, and that's how they, that's how they promote themselves. A lot of the time you'll see a lot of it as yeah. experts, like you're not experts. You're just taking the stuff you're given from corporate and parroting out. You don't actually don't know what you're talking about. Cause if you ask them questions, mm. they'll block you. Yeah. But the average person doesn't know to ask those questions. No, no. And, and if you're in a group and you were asking questions, you're like, don't worry about it. You have all the information there, but what does this information mean? I cause problems. (laughs) Troublemaker. (laughs) They didn't. Yeah. I got, I got in trouble a lot. Like trouble, trouble, but it's like, they would get annoyed with me because I would ask why. Mm. Um, what was like the turning point for you where you were like, I got to get out of this. And also I want to actually become a trainer. Uh, February 18th, 2018. Oh, <laughs> a day that will live in infamy. There is a day. Um, I was going to a donut shop to get donuts for my son's birthday. Okay. And I walked in. I walked out and the next thing I remember, I'm sitting in my car, staring at an empty box. Mm. I ate all the donuts. Mm. I ate all the donuts plus one because I'd gotten one for myself. Gotcha. Um, I was doing 80 day obsession at the time. It had just come out and that was like day 34. Okay. That was one third of the way through because there were three phases in it. And that program is the one that really pushed me over because I was not, not only doing the 80 day obsession workouts, but then I would also do a different workout. So Mm -hmm. I was doubling up workouts and those workouts were always already an hour long anyways. Oh, wow. And it was like six. That's a lot. Yeah. I remember that program and I was eating maybe 1200 calories a day. Wow. And it was time to nutrition. So you had to eat at certain times to feel workouts. And 
you had to pair certain foods with certain foods. So not only did you have those colorful containers that you were only allowed to eat certain amounts of, mm. you had to eat fruit foods at certain times, but you can only eat certain foods at certain times. Wow. So like, it, it's a, for obsess- it was obsessive. It is exactly <laughs> like the name tells you. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like from a perspective of a nutrition coach and, you know, for the benefit of folks listening, like 1200 calories is not enough for an adult period, the end, but then to add on top of that one workout and you were doubling up on workouts. Cause from what I understand, that's encouraged. And on top of that timing out when you could eat what little food you were allowed. I mean, that's just ignore your hunger cues until you literally cannot anymore. And it sounds like that's, you got to that point where that was it. You, you couldn't not eat anymore. No. And so we're the coaches you're, cause you're encouraged to be a product of the product and they yeah. release new programs every quarter. Wow. And you're, you're expected to do the new programs. So you, there was so much weight cycling in this program, even if it was just like 15 pounds afterwards. And there still is, you can, I'll, I'll share specific coaches later with you guys. I'm not going to say their names on this. Um, <laughs> But every new program, after they finish a program, they binge mm-hmm. and they eat so they can get a new before and then they take an after and they go wow. up and down. Or some of them will use their old befores. Mm-hmm. Like they'll, they'll, their, their kids are like three, four or five years old now and they're using their six week postpartum oh. as a before picture and then showing a new, before, a new after. Mm-hmm. So it's misleading marketing too. Mm. off wall it's like like you see you get out and you start seeing all this now and you're like yeah this sucks yeah um yeah so it is bad but leading up to that point I had torn my bicep tendon um in the summer of 2017 doing a program called shift shop but again Mm -hmm. I'm doing shift shop I was also doing core to force and with a little bit of insanity workouts. Okay. That's and a then I was so restrictive. I was in plan A, which is 1200 to 1499 calories. Wow. You say 1200 calories isn't enough for an adult. 1500 is enough. No, it's not. <laughs> it's not. Like maybe if you are sitting around doing nothing and your heart and your brain and your lungs and all of your organs need to work and function, that's it. Mm-hmm. Like if you're not doing anything, maybe your your basal metabolic rate. That's mm-hmm. it. Bad activity, and you need to eat more food. Yep. Um. So I hit my bottom there, but I still I enjoyed seeing people work out for the first time who had never worked out before. Mm. Um. Even if it was doing, you know, beginner stuff or whatever program, like. 80 day obsession came out and people were like, I want to try it. And I, I'm like, have you ever worked out before? And they go, no. I said, you're not trying this one. Mm. Like, this is not, this is not for me, but there's a modifier. I said, no, you're not doing it. <laughs> so at that point in time, there's beach body on demand. So I'm like, try this one, just get moving. There's like a dance one and other stuff. I'm like, try these ones first. Like you have your body test, go through them, just be active. And then, then we'll talk about maybe 80 day obsession. So it's like, I really liked helping people figure out what worked best for them. So I was like, how can I do this? 
And then I started researching certified personal training. Um, but it took me, I started, so February, I hit my bottom. I didn't leave, leave until June, like end of May, June, okay. because you sucked in so deep that it's mm-hmm. really hard to leave because your whole identity has been wrapped around this idea that you're a beach body coach. Yeah. It's a cult. Yeah. Absolutely as a cult. So started therapy, started intuitive eating, started healing. I was like, got decided between, I got my ACE certification in NASA between that, that NASA because it was on sale. (laughs) (laughs) That's why I did it. (laughs) Like like it's on sale. I got to do it now. (laughs) That you get this one certification. That's not the be all end all. You still have to do more. Like it's just the start. So it's like, I'm going to start with this one because I can afford it. Yeah. Yeah. And then, so I've continued my education since then. It's been three years now. Um, but yeah, it's just, that's how I got to where I'm at right now. Mm. And when I was going through the certification studying, I was trying to figure out how do I want to help people? Where do I want to work? Who do I want to work for? Who do I want to be as a trainer? And I'm like, I don't want to be a beach body coach. Right. <laughs> the opposite. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> opposite. I'm like, yeah, and especially going through intuitive eating and healing from an eating disorder is like um one trainers are not qualified to give individualized meal plans. Right. Nope. So I'm like, okay, that takes that off my plate. I don't even have to think about that. Someone else came with me a plan. No, sorry. Here's a registered dietitian. Yep. <laughs> nope, out of my scope. Yep. I can help you come up with meal ideas and help you with recipes. Yep. But because I love to cook and I'm like, I've spent years in the restaurant industry and it's one of my, my favorite things to do, but I'm like, I'm not giving you a strict meal plan. Yeah. You know, I'm not going to tell you what to eat. I don't know you, you know, you, yep. I might tell you to eat something you're allergic to right? <laughs> or that yep. you hate, you know, it's like, <sighs> yeah. So oh, go ahead, Marissa. I was going to say, no, you go ahead. (laughs) (laughs) So describe to us what you work on with folks in Anchor Fit Club and what that looks like and how that is so vastly different than what one would get if they signed up with a Beachbody coach. What does it look like to work with you now? So Anchor Fit Club is my online group program. Um, I take max 12 people. Okay. Um, and that is not to say create anything like fear of missing out. It is 12 so because there's a lot of online group programs out there where you don't actually get any individual one-on-one attention, but with the, it's a group program. So it's, it's templated, but you get calls with me an hour call at the beginning of every month. And then a 30 minute call towards like the third week of the month oh, to see great. what works for you if it's working specifically for you hmm. um and I can t- go in and tweak it's really easy to tweak the templated program to fit somebody like if they're injured if they've been sick if like hey I really want to get better at these so I'll just switch exercises up a little bit hmm. so it's really easy to do that so it's kind of like a hybrid between one-on-one coaching and a template I love that that's awesome um, 
And we always start, and you can start at any point in time. I don't, it's open enrollment now. Okay. Um, I have six, I have six spots open right now. Um, but first four weeks is getting mobility in and just moving and nailing movement patterns. Mm. And then we start, like, it's boring stuff. <laughs> boring stuff works. That's the what works. I, actually, the boring stuff is my favorite stuff to do. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> you learn that as you do stuff. So it's mobility. You're like, I don't you know, people like that was too easy. I said, it's not supposed to be hard right now. Yeah. Like, it's not like we do the ratings of perceived exertion. So like people are like, it's a three or a four. I was like, okay, good. I'm like if this was an eight or nine, we would have to meet again and be like, okay, what's going mm. on? Are yeah. you, where are you limited at? What, what is anything hurting? Are you, do we need to refer you to a physical therapist to check stuff out? Yeah. Um, so that's how th that works. There's nutrition coaching within it but it's more of making sure you're eating enough food. A very different approach. It's very different. Yeah. Um, so they don't, I don't have any track unless they want to, or unless they're concerned that they aren't eating enough. Hmm. Um, and I just have them write down what they eat. They don't do amounts. They don't do calories. They don't like just log what you're eating, how you felt before you ate, how you felt while you were eating, how you felt after. That's it love it um and where you worked out and what you ate like before because sometimes like I felt like crap during my workout well then they eat like a, a whole avocado and peanut butter like all kinds of fat before a workout and they get halfway through and their stomach cramps up oh yeah mm -hmm. or I'm like well mm, let's not eat that before workout <laughs> yeah <laughs> so that's the kind of stuff that we talk about when it comes to nutrition cool inside um and I share recipes this past week, we were talking more about hydration. Okay. So we shared, you know, how to spice up, jazz up your water, foods that hydrate, mm. um, how do you know if you're drinking enough, you can look at the color of your pee, yep. <laughs> you know, that kind of stuff. Yeah. So let's talk about it in there. And then, um, starting next month, we have a one group coaching call a month and I'm adding in a Saturday workout. Okay. For the group that's open for anybody in the group to come. Like I'll hop on Zoom and I'll just be here. And if it's just me working out, it's just me working out, but then they can come on and we can chat. So it's not so formal, mm -hmm. I guess. Just me talking. <laughs> <laughs> but like they have the option of like kind of taking it up that notch if they are yeah. ready to and want to, which is awesome. Yes. Yeah. It's included in what they pay monthly. Awesome. Very cool. That is, I mean, obviously like such a different approach. I have to ask, do you have any former beach body people that have worked with you? Um, I have 10 clients right now. Eight of them are former beach body. Yeah. Yeah. I can only, I mean, have any of them shared with you, like how different this feels to them and like the difference it's made for them. The transition is hard. Yeah. I bet. Like a lot of times they want uh, for a month. They're like, I don't think this is for me. I was like, well, hold on. Let's look at what you were doing before. Yeah. And we work through the mindset portion of it too. Yeah. I'm like I was where you are, you know, yeah. it's like, I thought you had to be uh, for an effective workout. You had to be laying on the pool and laying on the floor in a pool of your sweat, feeling like you're going to puke. Yep. I, 
effective workout was the next four days you couldn't walk. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like I felt you had to push, push, push that you had. And if you skipped a workout one day, you had to double up the next day. If you did. So we have to work through all of that. Um, so there is a lot of mindset work. If somebody comes to me who has been within Beachbody, either as a coach or just as a customer, being in these groups with that mindset. So there's, there's that layer of what I do too. <laughs> yeah, definitely. But I, I think if you go to a coach that had a trainer that hasn't had that experience within Beachbody and you're coming from Beachbody, it's not, it's going to be a little bit harder for that trainer to understand. So there's a relatability level that I have mm-hmm. with people that are coming out. Totally. That type of environment. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I love that you hit on you don't have to feel like death after a workout for it to have been effective. And I think that that's such a misconception that a lot of people have, like if they're not dripping sweat, then it was a waste of time or they're not going to get anything out of it. Can you talk to that <clears throat> a little bit more for people that are listening? It's part of the all or nothing mentality and the mm-hmm. no pain, pain. It's the two things combined. Yeah. And it's so harmful because when you get stuck in that, then it just starts getting worse mm-hmm. and you just start doing more. You start doing more. Cause then your results start happening slower. Yep. Or most of the time it's cause you're looking at the scale instead of anything else. Like that's the zero you're zeroed in on that stupid number. Oh, by the way, my clients don't weigh themselves. Mm-hmm. Yes. Good. <laughs> you know, before and after pictures, we don't weigh in. We don't take measurements. I don't know. If, now if they decide they want to do that on their own, that's part of their autonomy. They can decide to do that but I will pay attention to those people a little bit more and how they are talking about their workouts and their bodies. Mm. And if it starts, if I start noticing the little troublesome comments, be like, Hey, let's talk about this. Mm-hmm. Maybe step away from the scale for a little bit and refocus on how you're feeling, how you're sleeping, what your stress levels are. And we do that too, with the workouts before every workout, they check, they do a check-in with themselves, how they slept, what their stress levels are at. Do they eat? Have they had water? And are they, um, what's their energy level at? And they learn how to tailor whatever workout the day is to meet them where they're at. Mm. So they don't have to, like I write the program, but they don't have to follow it 100% to a T. They have the ability to adjust what they need to and they teach them how to do that, mm. meet them where they're at. So by the end of the workout, they're instead of like a three or four where they felt they worked hard, they're maybe at a five or a six. Okay. Or they're on a day where they can push that or seven or an eight. They're not at a 10 where they're feeling like I'm dead. Right. Because that doesn't do anyone any good because you're like, I'm dead. I can't do this anymore. Yep. Um, yep. But then that starts bleeding over into how you eat. Yeah. And if it's a workout, then you're not going to eat food or if you go ham on the weekends with your friends, you're going to go crazy over the week, not eat and work out. It's, it's very, it's like putting a puzzle together sometimes. Yeah. And getting the pieces to fit to work for you, but it changes. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Because we change and life changes and we're not always, not everything's always the same. So being able to meet people where they're at now, and then in a month, meet them where they're at now, Mm. because things will shift. Life happens. 
Yep. And if you only can get five minutes of movement in, do one set of one exercise for a workout that's in a workout, you got a workout in. Yeah. I said that I made a post about that the other day and somebody laughed and I was like, I messaged them. They never answered me. I was like, so why is this fun? <laughs> she's, she's a beach body coach. Um, they'll comment every once in a while. So I'm like, so tell me why this is funny. Mm-hmm. Because if the goal is to get people to move more and to be more active and they weren't doing anything before, but now they're doing five minutes a day. How is that funny? I, that's amazing. Yeah. That's progress. They were doing more than what they were doing last week. Mm-hmm. And of course I didn't get a response. I think she blocked me. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds about right. Yeah. Yeah. But that I think is like what sets a good coach apart is your ability to celebrate those five minutes of movement and show your client that that is a big deal. That is progress. Um, and the fact that you're teaching them to tune into themselves and where they're at, that's something, I mean, so many of us lose that ability. I think most people don't have that ability because we're taught to ignore our hunger cues, our fullness cues, ignore being tired or in pain, push through it to be able to work with a client and teach them how to tune back into that is giving them a skill for life going forward. You know, it's when you look at diets, like, like beach bodies, like weight watchers, like all of them, they're all external sources telling you how to do things. Mm -hmm. You follow the beach body programs, right? This is how you do it. There's no other way. So you're getting all this outside information and then you're like, it doesn't work for you, but then they're like, no, you're just not working hard enough. Yes. It works. Like just because it works for you doesn't mean it's going to work for someone else. Mm-hmm. And I would argue that Beachbody programs don't really work for anyone mm-hmm. yeah. because it takes away their autonomy and who they are as a person. Yeah. Like I said before, your identity becomes Beachbody. Yeah. That's why it was so hard for me to leave. Cause it's like, I have one foot in one foot out the door for months mm-hmm. because these were my people. These were my friends. Yeah. I left, none of them talked to me again. Mm-hmm. I got blocked. I got blacklisted. I got, I'm like, yeah, I'm just like, no, you weren't friends. You only, I only mattered to you if I was making money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm out. Big- there's a lot of that in all the MLMs that are yeah. out there. Um, and you hear all the time about people who choose to leave or even go to a different MLM or do whatever. And the the trash talking that happens and the blacklisting is like really intense. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> it really is. Um, to give you a little bit of inside information right now. Um, they're coming out with two new supplements. Oh, I think I saw that. Mm. Like, really? It's mm. a morning one and it's a night one. Mm. And, but I thought Shakeology was the, was the be all end all, like the healthy. Then you get the power greens 
and then you get energized and then you get performance line. And now you have the four week gut protocol, which is supposed to fix everything. It's like everything they put out fixes everything. Yeah. Right. <laughs> New and revolutionary. Yeah. I'm like, wasn't this, this last one revolutionary? Um, no, but this new program, uh, there have been at least four, the four week up protocol, four top coaches quit doing the protocol within two weeks of doing it because it was too restrictive. Wow. That says a lot for them to say it's too restrictive because the ultimate portion fix is restrictive. Yeah. And I'm just like, wow, they left. And there's people, and you're not seeing it on social media, but inside their leadership groups, yeah, they're, they're panicking because there was not any guidance. Like I've seen the program. It's basically six, five minute videos of autumn talking and horrible food. Right. And I'm just like, this is, you have to pay $150 for this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And not any guidance. It's flying to Dallas to her expensive doctor yeah. to get her stuff diagnosed. Yeah. Yeah. Like something doesn't, doesn't fit. Yeah. Cause yeah. it's about money for them. They don't care. hundred percent. That I think brings up an, a, an important point. I think because we see, right, like, I mean, supplements are so integral to all of the Beachbody programs because it's how they make their money. And there's so many other programs and companies that are similar. There's always some supplement component to them in one shape or another. And I think that it's gotten to the point of saturation where people think that they have to be on some kind of supplement. They have to be doing mm-hmm. a protein shake or a meal replacement shake or something like that. So I would love to kind of, I mean, first of all, that's not true, (laughs) but second of all, (laughs) from like your perspective, like your approach now, how do you handle supplements with clients now that you are a certified personal trainer and all of these other awesome certifications and you're out of the beach body game? Um, so actually I had a conversation with somebody the other day about collagen. Hmm. Hmm. Let's talk about collagen. I said, don't (laughs) waste your money. Like, why? I said, well, one, it's an incomplete protein. There's not enough research in human trials showing actual benefits. There's some benefit for skin elasticity, Mm -hmm. but everything else that they're saying, mm, it's not really there. Um, And again, if you're eating enough food during the day, if you're having enough protein throughout the day, you don't need collagen because right. by eating enough protein, your body will make the proteins. Our body makes it. Yeah. Our body makes collagen. Yep. And if you're eating enough food, you're good. If you want to supplement because you can't get enough protein in or you're having trouble every once in a while, then get a solid protein powder. Yes. A complete with all of the amino acids that are needed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they're like, huh? I'm like, yeah, it's not. They're like, wow, because they say it does all this stuff. I said, just because they says it, they say it don't doesn't mean it's true. Yep. And especially if it's someone for an MLM selling this stuff, tell them to send you the research. Mm-hmm. Yep. 
And if they send you a pamphlet that the MLM company put out themselves, then you definitely know. Or if they go, well, you can, it's that they say it. (laughs) Who says it? (laughs) Who said? Yeah. With the royal they. (laughs) Questions. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's the same with, um, with prebiotics and probiotics, especially probiotics. If you're eating a wide variety of food and have an enough food, most people don't need them. Yeah. They're right. very specific. Um, Jesse Hoffman on Instagram, she has a bunch of posts of like, this is what she said. She's a PhD in nutrition mm-hmm. and she works on gut health and she has a bunch of great posts about prebiotics and probiotics. It's like, if you're eating enough food, if you're eating a wide variety of fruits and vegetables, if you're getting enough fiber, unless you have some sort of specific medical condition, you really don't need the probiotics, prebiotics. Mm-hmm. Wait, you mean like as a, like a supplement, right? Like as yeah. like a, that's yeah. the things that they're pushing or digestive enzymes. Those right. Are, <laughs> those are that they're pushing with the four week gut protocol. And you know, right. they ran it supplements the first mm-hmm. week right oh. like you don't and now they're saying well you don't really need them that's because you don't <laughs> right <laughs> you don't um no because the main but, goal of that program is to lose weight which you can do on a calorie restriction which is what it is yeah which wrapped up in a new bow right yeah it's a restrictive restrictive calorie restriction like the amount of the foods that you aren't allowed to eat is just baffling <laughs> Like that's yeah. why people like, I can't do it. Yeah. And what a lot of these programs neglect, like the ones that have like some type of shake is like an integral component is it's not because you have to do that. It's because they're not letting you eat enough. So they have to give you this nutritional supplement to fill in those holes. Yeah. So <clears throat> on the program and this just, they're selling their shake. Like you have to use Shakeology. Yeah. But you're also when it like I'll bring up coffee right now. Mm. You're allowed to have two cups of coffee a week. A week? A week. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, you can drink matcha tea every day, but you can have energize every day. Energize has caffeine in it. So what's the purpose of cutting out the coffee? Because of caffeine? Yeah, the caffeine. I'm going to say how many um, milligrams are in the Energize? I can't remember right now, That's but weird. they're, you can have the caffeine and Energize because it's their supplement. So you can buy the Energize. They don't make money off the coffee. They right. Make money like if you come for my coffee, okay, <laughs> like <laughs> fuck right off. <laughs> Like you can pry my cup of coffee out of my cold dead hands. It's not happening. (laughs) It's and so when it comes to me, when people ask for supplement recommendations, yeah, I I do more of like this is what this supplement does. But if you're again, if you're eating enough food, you know, if you really think you need something, go to your doctor. Mm -hmm. Talk to your doctor. Have blood work done. Have a full panel done. That's great. I think I love that you tell your clients to go and talk to a physician or a dietitian about supplementation. Um, I think people think like, Oh, it's just taking a vitamin. It's not a big deal. You know, a, an MLM rep is not qualified to tell you 
to take a supplement. And there are dangers to taking supplements. Um, there's also the possibility of just wasting your money because as you said, so many of them are out there and there isn't research to back up their effectiveness. Um, so I definitely yeah. appreciate that. And if you're taking so many vitamins or if you go get the, the IV strips done. Oh God. <sighs> yeah. You're just peeing everything out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We, we don't store water soluble vitamins. <laughs> yeah. They go, you, it's like, so you're, you're basically peeing out money. Yeah. It's really yeah. expensive pee. You're literally flushing your money. Yeah. Down the toilet. Yeah. Yeah. But people don't realize that. Yeah. So I was just thinking about, you do a lot of sharing, Jen, about your own, like when you have injuries or discomfort in your body and the, the work that you do, um, again, coming back to kind of, it's like that unsexy work, right? The, it's not the flashy, you know, five resistance bands plus dumbbells on a BOSU ball, right? Um, and try yeah. to really important that we're normalizing all of this work that is so important for our bodies. Um, could you kind of talk about how you not only do that for yourself, but also how you bring that to your people, um, your one-on-one -on -one clients in Anchor Fit Club and how you kind of help people make the transition from, I need to be boom, 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 going, 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 but and to help them slow down and so on. So I think it's important because we, we see fitness professionals and fitness influencers on social media, never saying that they have an injury, never saying that they're struggling with stress or sleep, or they're just sore or tired. We don't see that. Mm -hmm. and that's just not real life. <laughs> like I'm a mom, I work, I'm busy, I'm tired. Right. It's like this last month, there's been family stuff going on and it just, my stress levels have been through the roof. And if I were to go in my gym and be lifting heavy weights, that would just be detrimental to me right now. Yeah. You know, my shoulder flare, my, my bicep flare up. Mm. Everyone I've torn stuff in my knee that flares up. So it's like showing that I have those issues too. And here's how I manage them by doing controlled articular rotations every day. Cars for me has become a non-negotiable. I've been doing them daily for over a year and a half. It's just mobility work. It's like, at least I'm keeping my joints and I'm moving. And it's hard as fuck. Yep. <laughs> like if, if you're doing them right, they're like in 10 minutes, I like, I'm dripping sweat. Yep. <laughs> um, but I think it's important that as fitness professionals, we normalize having periods and seasons where it's like, I just don't have the energy to work hard yeah. Yeah. in the sense that you're going to go in for a 30, 45 minute lifting session or uh, cardio or running. It's like, you just don't have that capacity to do so. And there are ways to keep moving without having to do that. And that's doing things like mobility work and mm -hmm. car and just simple body weight circuits. It's something as you're watching TV, it's during commercial break, doing sit to stands on the couch. Mm. I mean, those little ways to get more movement in when you can't do a, a structured workout. 
and there's nothing like that's part of the all or nothing thing again it's mm-hmm. like it doesn't have to always be structured right like, I had a client the other day <laughs> she's in her second month and there's there's five four workouts four exercises in the second month first month is just three because again we're just getting moving like rotate through the body through um through movement patterns but she it took her all day to do all four of them like she did something while she was giving her daughter a bath she did something while she was cooking dinner she did something but so she started in the morning and by eight o'clock at night she had finished it mm-hmm. you know and that's still she's still moving she's still doing movement patterns and that's how it fits for her right now yeah still counts it still counts yeah and I think if more fitness professionals out there start sharing more of what they actually do Mm. the glamorization that the that is out there with fit exposed and fitness influencers and all the fancy setups and this that'll start going away and people like wait that's not actually real life that's for that's for show because you watch that, you're like, oh, I wish I could do that. You're like, no, that's not real. Yep. Not real. This is real. I think it makes it more relatable. Totally. And totally. whether or not somebody sees what I post or they, and they decide, oh, I want to work with you, is here nor there. It's just like, I'd rather get a message going, yo, thank you. Now I know I don't have to do that anymore. I'm like, awesome, great. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that's, you know, also, there are some folks who do some really fun, fancy looking athletic movements. Even if we think about like with barbell work, if you're doing like a clean and jerk with a barbell or you're doing kettlebell snatches or you're doing juggling with kettlebells, a lot of people see this and I'm not on you know social media and it's like, oh, that's what I have to be doing in order for it to count. Mm-hmm. Or like, this expectation that when they start learning how to do those skills, that when they can't, they have to start at the foundation. It's yes. frustrating because, well, what do you mean? I can't just snatch a 16 K kettlebell. Well, no, you have to make sure <laughs> if you press a 16 K kettlebell. Let's start yeah. there. Can you create tension throughout your body? Right. Yeah. And I think because social media is such a highlight reel. And then some really wonderful trainers also only post the things that they're doing wonderfully. And then to take a step and that's not a fault of their own because that is what, you know, quote unquote sells, right? Um, But to take a, for anybody out there who's not, you know, a fitness professional or a coach and you're just getting started, just know that you have to build the foundation first. Like you're not gonna jump off the couch and go run a marathon tomorrow. Yeah. No. It's and that's not- okay. And it's also okay if you never run a marathon. I will never run a marathon. <laughs> no, uh, hell no. <laughs> 5K is as much as I've ever done and as much as I ever will do. Um, yeah, and I think it's important too to if you're working with somebody you should be able to ask why they should be telling you why you're doing something if you have a goal of get to like clean and jerk and you're starting and they they should be telling you why 
this is why we're doing this as a foundation because we need to go from point A to point B and we have to hit all these little other markers along the way. Because mm -hmm. I have no goal of doing a clean and jerk. <laughs> My shoulder mobility sucks. It's like, it ain't gonna, gonna I'm like, I just don't even wanna, it's not something I wanna put my time and effort into. Right. But if that's something somebody wants to do, you have to, you're like you said, you have to hit those little steps to get there first. You're not, you're not gonna go pick up a barbell and just do it right away. Yeah. Right. Yeah. There's, there's skills you have to learn before you can get to that skill. And I think people don't under, don't realize, don't understand that strength training is a skill Yeah. that you have to work on and learn. And it takes time and patience and consistency and consistency. And with programs that are out there that are like beach bodies or on any other online demand thing, where they're 21 days, 30 days, and they're just go, 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 go. You're not actually building up to anything. Yeah. You're, it's just moving. And it, they're great. I hesitate to say this. I really do. But they're great. That's all somebody can do is if that's what gets them moving. Yeah. But then at the same time, I also worry that somebody's going to get hurt. Yeah. I'm sure there have been. Because yeah. I did. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Because the, yeah, there might be modifiers in some of the programs, but even the modifier needs to be modified for some people. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, there's uh, an exercise in the new four weeks for everybody program, the Sphinx push-up. Oh, those are hard. They're really hard. And there's only one person on the cast that is actually doing it the correct way. Mm -hmm. But here's the thing with that type of push-up: If you can't do a strict push-up from the floor, you shouldn't be on your toes. You shouldn't be attempting that push-up. Right. Hell no. Even from your knees. Yeah. But her modifier is still doing a Sphinx push-up from her knees. Like, so when why they not just do a push-up? Or a hold a plank. Or, or a plank. A yeah. plank up you know, plank up, downs, plank walks, something. Yeah. But that's why when they say these programs were for everybody, they really aren't because they're only giving you two options. Yeah. With exercises. Yeah. And there's so many more options for that push up to get somebody to there. Yeah. And you can't know where you are. And they don't say in, in there, if you can't do this, do this but you shouldn't be doing this if you can't do a full push-up yet. Yeah. You know, there's not that. It's like, no, it's fine. It's for everybody. You can do it. Yeah. Right. No. It's like, I mean, that messaging, I, I feel like it just sets people up, right? Like, oh, well, you're saying everybody can do this. So then I'm not going to do the modifier. I'm going to push myself to do the full version of it because you said everybody can. So if I can't, then that means I'm somehow less than. So regardless of whether or not I'm hurting myself, I'm going to do it. Right. It's just kind of like really. I'm opening that's, yeah. what, that's what comes into that. It's like I failed. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Continue to not be able to do it and you continue to fail, quote unquote fail. Right. And then you get frustrated and you quit. Yeah. Yeah. And that is like, I mean, I think the huge value of being able to work with an actual person who can see your form, who can give you pointers, who can give you the things to do to work yourself up to that full move. 
And also help you understand there are some people the full move is never going to work for, and it's not a failure. Our bodies are just different. And I think these one size fits all programs miss that. That's why when I started Anchor Fit Club, I'm like, I need to do something where it's, yeah, it's a group program, but there has to be that individualized touch in there too. Yeah. I love that. It's not, it's, it's a templated program, which is easy enough to, to write and do. So it, and then, but when I have that, I can spend more time with the individuals and in the groups. Mm, yeah. Um, Cause it's always at the, at the end of the week, it's like what exercise was your best, which one do you want to work on more that you want to get better at? Which one did you struggle with the most? Which one did you not like? Cause if you don't like it. I'm not going to say I'll take it out. Yeah. Switch it for a different version. Yeah. It's like find the variation that works best for you. Yeah. What? I don't have to do it the way you do it. I say, no, I do it the way I do it because I have my own limitations with shoulder, ankle, knee, whatever it is. Like you will never, I will probably never do a push up from the floor again because of my shoulder and bicep. There's so many other ways to do exercises and yeah. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Your folks in Anchor Fit Club and your one-on-one clients are so lucky to have you, Jen, because I know that you are constantly learning and trying new ways of doing things and taking professional development and courses that are going to, you know, make movement a more enjoyable and accessible place for everybody. Yeah. So the work that you're doing is so important. So if people want to find you on the internet, how can people find you? Best place to find me is on Instagram at genb.coaching. Awesome. Excellent. So in the show notes, we're going to put your Instagram handles. Folks can find you there. We can link to your website and the anchor fit club for you as well. So folks make sure you check out coach Jen. She's awesome. As you can tell from this episode, obviously. Um, and thanks for listening. This has been an episode of the strong and simple podcast. If you'd like to learn more about any of the topics we've discussed or about any of our guests, please make sure that you visit us on Instagram at strong and simple podcast. And if there's ever any topics, questions, concerns, anything that you would like to suggest to us, please feel free to email us at strong and simple podcast at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. content of this podcast represents the views and opinions of Michelle Farrell, Marissa Zabo, and their guests, and is not intended to be individualized advice or recommendations. Nothing in this episode is to be construed as medical advice or to substitute for individualized fitness or nutrition advice. Always consult with the appropriate professional for your own needs.